0: Over the course of the last maybe two years, I've seen so many people do the Facebook, Twitter and Instagram thing where they're asking everybody to kind of buy their thing. You know, the person I'm talking about, they they get on Facebook and they spam and they create all this noise. You know, the whole buy my thing, buy my thing, click my thing, support my thing. They post links all day, every day. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have a different approach to how we would market our different comics and the businesses that surround those two different comics and I thought hey let's just start a podcast let's start a podcast from our perspective and where we're at currently and let's give the value away you know let's let's help somebody else skip all the nonsense and crap we had to go through and market through that way Will be joining me next week for those who are tuning in for the first time ever. My co host Brent Louse of Lighthouse Comic Studio is out this week. Actually, I can be honest, we ended up recording this episode last Friday, and I wasn't able to get around to editing until Saturday. And as I was editing, I two things. The first one was Brandt's audio was really, really bad. I don't know what he had going on in the background, but his audio track was full of ambient, static background noise. And while that's able to be edited out, the bigger issue was that the episode wasn't really that good. I don't know if we were tired or what really was going on, but it really wasn't our best. And as Anna Retentive as I am, I couldn't just put that episode out and be fine with it. I told Brent Saturday evening that I wanted to re-record the episode. And I asked him if he was available to do that on Sunday. And he wasn't available to do that. It was Valentine's Day. Brent had to run some errands with his wife. So that ended up with me having to record the episode today. So that brings us to the solo recording that I'm doing today. And it's a reminder, at least to me and Brent as well, that we won't put anything out that isn't of the best quality. I know we've had episodes where the audio track may have not been of the best audio quality, but the show was still really, really good. I think it was episode 12, Friendship versus Business, where we experienced that type of issue. Episode 13 was another good one, but... I don't know, it seems like every other episode we have like a different issue with somebody's audio going haywire. Either, I don't know, it's something like maybe my audio isn't recording from the left or right track, or Brent's audio gets distorted and lost in the process of exporting it out. So something always happens. Something um last week when I was editing the show episode 13, for whatever reason The tracks kept getting all clipped and messed up as I was editing, and I couldn't keep up with how the edits were going down the timeline. I would clip a track, and for whatever reason, what I clipped would be in the beginning of the track, and I just, I don't know, I couldn't keep up with it. So it's something new every single week, but I always take it in stride, especially with stuff like this. I mean, I'm pretty familiar with, I use Adobe Audition CC 2015 to edit the podcast. So I'm not all the way unfamiliar with the program, but I'm still kind of a, a newbie. I don't know all the different tips and tricks and different tools that are in here, but I'm learning. And that's why I decided to do it. go ahead and, and uh, do the show over again without Brent, as unfortunate as that is, because we had a good back and forth going, but I just wasn't feeling the episode, y'all. I just wasn't. It was just not... Good. It was it was actually kind of boring. I don't know if we were just tired or whatever, but I just wasn't feeling it. But anyway, so we had our mini first mini issue go out last week, and I have to say, I was pretty touched by the response that I got. I'm looking really looking forward to the next one that we put out. So thank you all for checking it out. Thank you to those who shared it and left uh rather left a comment or, or a like or whatever. It's greatly appreciated. We had a great time putting the first one together and I cannot wait to get to the second issue. So let's jump into the actual topic. Now, last week, (laughs) the actual show was an hour and 35 minutes. I had to edit it down to an hour and eight minutes. So I don't wanna do that again (laughs) for the simple fact that we got a lot of comments concerning the length of the show. It's good information, but a lot of people start tuning out around the 45 minute mark. So what what I will do this episode is trim it down and just kind of go over the last three disciplines that we talked about in part one of Branding 101. So you can find part one in episode 13, for those who missed it, we covered discipline number one, which was differentiate. And we talked about focus and how important focus is. And discipline number two, we talked about collaborating and the importance of pulling in people who are smarter than you and who are stronger in their skill sets than you to create a product and a brand that is of value to your audience. In this episode, part two, we'll talk about discipline number three, which is innovate, discipline number four, which is validate, and discipline number five, which is cultivate. So this is all about brand building. These are the five disciplines of, of uh, building your brand. And the main focus of part one was really about focusing. You got to get that focus in there. Please go back and listen to episode 13 and listen to the segment on discipline number one, differentiate. Focusing allows you to build up to the next discipline. And I'll go over how that actually works at the end of the show here. Let's jump into discipline number three, which is innovate. So this is more so about bringing value to your audience. I don't think anybody really wants you to create the next iPhone. No one's expecting you to create the next iPhone, but what people are expecting is something different. Your audience wants you to innovate. When you innovate, the innovation is valued and your brand is able to leverage that value. Now, it doesn't have to be on a grand scale. As I said, we're not looking for the next iPhone, but in our industry specifically, talking about the comic book here, it can be a different way of lettering, a different approach to lettering. It can be... A different kind of paper that improves the quality of, you know, the the trade paperbacks or whatever. um, Something. It really doesn't take much. You kind of have to figure out what nobody else is doing and then do it. Do that thing. That's why we started a podcast. We saw that nobody else was doing a podcast at the perspective where we were currently at in our comic creating experience. And as I said many times, five years ago. I pretty much tore Google apart to find any type of blog or video or some type of guide on how to create your first comic book as an indie creator. And there's books out there. There's all kinds of, you know, different little things, but they were really, really broad and kind of blanketing. Like, you know, it was, it was the, it wasn't anything innovative. It was figure out your story, beginning, middle, and end, develop characters that people care about, blah, 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 blah. blah. Here are the archetypes. Then you need to find somebody to pencil it, find somebody to ink it, find a colorist, find a letterer. Then you need to, you know, do the cover art. It was, you know, those really basic, simple steps. And I'm like, well, I I know that. I know what the production pipeline is, but what are the intricacies involved? What are the complexities? What's inside the trenches? I want the inside of the trench perspective. And I wasn't finding that at all. And I really wanted to kind of give back to other indie creators who were looking for a resource, a guide, a mentorship, whatever the case was. And then summer of 2015, I approached Brent with the idea of the podcast. I thought it would be a better channel and a better medium and approach to do a podcast on five years worth of mistakes, failures, wins, and successes. And Brent hopped on board and we were, you know, we got rolling. So that's where we kind of found our niche to content market. We wanted to have a different approach to this. Over the course of the last maybe two years, I've seen so many people do the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram thing where they're asking everybody to kind of buy their thing. You know, the person I'm talking about, they they get on Facebook and they spam and they create all this noise. You know, the whole buy my thing, buy my thing, click my thing, support my thing. They post links all day, every day. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have a different approach to how we would market our different comics and the businesses that surround those two different comics. And I thought, Hey, let's just start a podcast. Let's start a podcast from our perspective and where we're at currently. And let's give the value away. You know, let's, let's help somebody else skip all the nonsense and crap we had to go through and market through that way. And we, we planned for about, you know, good, maybe three, four months before we started the podcast in November when we released episodes one, two, and three. And it's been, you know, pretty dope actually over these last several months um, for the simple fact that a lot of people are finding us through the podcast. This has, this actually was, you know, one of the intents was for people to discover us through this podcast, to be able to learn, to grow, to get value out of it. And then as we talk about our mistakes in what we know to be true, other people will be able to avoid everything that we avoided and get further ahead because we did this podcast. And that was one of the ways where I felt that we could innovate and do something different other than share and sell the comic. A lot of people do that. A lot of people like to share their comic with everybody and then try to sell it. That's the formula to share and sell. And I didn't want to just share and sell. I wanted to create value. I wanted to bring value to our audience. I wanted this podcast to be a go-to resource where other people who were in our shoes in the trenches with us to go and learn how to do this the right way. Now, there may be industry vets who have been in the game longer than what we have and may have a different perspective on things and may actually have a, a better way of doing something, but we haven't gotten to that point. We're just teaching people how to get to the point that we've gotten to so far. You know, I mean, five years in, of course, we've learned a lot along the way. And that's what we're doing. We're we're just creating value outside of the comic. And where you create value, you create a brand that is value to your target audience. Sharing and selling is too predictable. It's something that everybody does. Oh, I have a comment. Let me go on Facebook, create a Facebook page, share the comic. Tell people like a sense or two what it's about and then boom, it's going to sell. Let me put a price tag on it. Let me undercut what they're doing in the industry and it'll sell. There's a reason why people are paying $4.99 for what they know versus a $2.99 comment that they never heard of from a person they never heard of. You haven't established value. You haven't created value you haven't become a benefit to somebody outside of that comic. You have to innovate. You have to find a different way to market. You have to find a different way to build your brand other than sharing and selling and saying, buy my thing, click my thing, support my thing, share my thing, retweet my thing, like my thing. You know how that sounds? After You're, you're creating noise. That's that's the brand that you're building. You're building a brand that creates noise. You're building a brand that creates spam. We've been conditioned over the last decade or so. It's like muscle memory now. We ignore spam. We scroll right past spam. There's so much and we're living in the in the age of information. We don't like the noise. We our brains are programmed to pay attention to what's different. And if you're adding to the noise, then you're going to get looked right over. You have to find a way to innovate. And once you innovate, once you create a space for yourself in whatever niche is out there, what you're doing is defining your brand. You can be a noisy brand or a valuable brand. Two options. If you're going to be a valuable brand, you have to find a way to innovate. Find a way to bring people into the story. Find a way to bring people along your process. And then this is getting into discipline four, which is validate. And all this really means is bringing your audience into the creative process. You don't use social media to validate your project. You don't use likes, retweets, Instagram likes, whatever, to validate your project. That isn't, The those aren't tools for validation. I've always said this. I told Brent this last week. We may have gotten a lot of likes and a lot of page likes from last week from the comic, but I always prefer people commenting and engaging rather than getting likes because that's where you can tell how what you're doing is resonating. That's how you validate what you're doing. This is what the mini issues are for. I'm publicly testing these stories out and the characters to see what kind of resonates, what doesn't re- what doesn't resonate. If my writing, which is really brand new, I'm, I'm kind of I'm new to this space. I, I mean I've always written creatively, but I've never written in this setting you know 5 years and this is the first time I'm actually publishing a comic that I've written so it's it's a little nerve-wracking and in order to kind of test how my writing resonates that's what the mini issues are being used for and we're kind of preparing ourselves for the bigger projects testing out the creative team uh, getting our feet wet publicly before we invest thousands and thousands of dollars and and uh time into that three part we are be working on it in 2017. So what you're doing with validation is you're measuring distinctiveness, relevance, memorability, extendability, and depth of meaning. And with this information, you can adjust and tweak your brand accordingly. So if nobody cares about what you're doing, what's the point? If nobody wants it, why are you still making it? Over the course of these many issues in the prequel book, we're actually going to be taking that data and that information and repurposing it for the brand. So products will come out of what information we get from the many issues. Courses will come out of it, more podcast episodes, ebooks, and, and whatnot else. So you only get this information if you're iterating in public. And by iterating in public, I'm talking about versioning. You're testing different things in public. I mean, let's say if mini issue one didn't work, then we redo it in issue two. Not the same issue, but change our approach, change maybe how I'm writing, maybe change the artist, You know, whatever the case may be. You're publicly testing to see what resonates and what doesn't. And this is gonna be really helpful for those of you who really don't have a lot of money to invest up in the first place, because what may happen is, You'll invest 10 grand into a product, release that product, and two people buy it, and the rest don't care for it. So, up until this point, how are you knowing that what you're creating is wanted? How do you know if what you're creating is distinct, if it's relevant, memorable, flexible? Does it have depth to it? And if not, you tweak and adjust accordingly. You're trying to create a brand worth remembering. And you only accomplish that by being distinct, relevant, memorable, flexible, and having depth to your product. Once you have a product that you know resonates with your audience, it's something that people actually want, that people get value out of, that people keep coming back for more, then you're able to take all these different steps, or rather steps, disciplines, (laughs) discipline number one, two, three, and four and get up to what's called discipline number five, which is cultivate. So this might actually be possibly the most difficult discipline to understand. I'm actually still understanding this one myself. We're still in the validation discipline. A couple more mini issues to see if we've really got something people actually want. But brands are like people. If people can change their clothes without changing their character, your brand should be able to do the same thing. And what you're really doing here is you're influencing the character of your brand. Your brand can be a lifestyle. Apple is a lifestyle. Ikea is a lifestyle. Nike is a lifestyle. This really is about developing the soul of your brand. People can resonate with. People interact with Starbucks. We just don't go and buy coffee and leave. Meetings take place there. Ideas take place there. There's personality and charisma when you go into Starbucks. It's an entity. It's an identity. It's a personality. It's something we can associate ourselves with. I mean, why do you think people go past the dollar McDonald's coffee and go to get the $5 Starbucks coffee? It makes a statement. It says something about you. It's a way of life. Same kind of way with Apple and its products. These are brands that have been cultivated. These are brands that have taken on a life of their own and become, or rather have humanized themselves. And you only get this far if, first and foremost, it's that discipline number one, which is focus. You have to have that focus. They're talking about infrastructure here again. If you are building a house on sand and the tide comes up, what happens? Your house gets washed away, (laughs) you know? But if you're building a house on solid ground, and the tide comes up, your house is still standing. Focus gets you a house that's built on solid ground. So each of these disciplines, there's there's a reason why they're in this order. You go step by step. Go back and listen to episode 13. I I really break down discipline number one. Discipline number one is your foundation, infrastructure. Do discipline number one, and once you got discipline number one all figured out, then move on to discipline number two. You should not be starting off at discipline number four or five if you haven't gotten to discipline number one yet. So do that. So that'll wrap up the five disciplines, to brand building. So last and certainly not least is how you can start building your brand today. And you can start building your brand today by defining and writing out what your vision statement, mission statement, values, and core beliefs are. Get out a piece of paper, pencil, pen, open up a word processing document, you know whatever the case is, research some examples. But when you research examples on how to do these things, don't copy and paste the example that you find and redo some of the verbiage and, and the wording and things like that. Make your statements your own. Make your core beliefs and values your own. This would give you a good platform to start on discipline number one, which is differentiate. I really wish that the, the, the Discipline number one was called focus because that's like the main point there. <laughs> but anyway, you can start differentiating yourself by having a vision, a mission, core beliefs and values that do start setting you apart on the back end. Not everybody's going to want to read your vision, mission and core beliefs and values. Nobody's, that really isn't, I really never understand why people put that on their website because that really isn't information that people really care about. But on the back end, if you can align Your daily output and work, and who you are as a person with your statements, and you bring other people in and they can align themselves with these statements as well, then the work that you put out will reflect these statements. They have to be living, breathing documents, they have to be living, breathing statements. And the reason for this is that it allows your employees or whoever, you know, volunteers that you bring on to actively live those statements. Like when, when Brent came in, I had this whole random. I mean, we did this whole maybe two hour meeting where I kind of explained everything, broke everything down to him to where he could understand the vision and the brand. And now he's able to come to me with ideas and do output that actively reflects what these statements and, and beliefs and things are. You have to be able to sit down and, and take a day or two or a week or a month or whatever, you know how long it takes and create these documents and statements and really make sure that there's something that people can inherit and interpret in such a way that their work and their output reflects these things. So get started with that. Do that before you get to discipline number one. And if you already have these things, go ahead and jump into discipline number one and figure out where your focus is. Go back to episode 13, listen to discipline number one and two, you'll be good to go. So that's going to wrap up the show for today. Um, this, is a, this is a lot to take in. We probably should have done this again in like three parts. But this is, I, I figured after the six part story is King series that we really didn't want to stretch out another huge part episode. I didn't think that would have been good for you guys. So, I mean, I, I get it. Branding is isn't the most easiest thing to understand, but there is help out there. We're getting into, this is the number two here. <laughs> but if you're serious about really building your brand, please go to geekydreamer.com slash coaching. That's my design business and that's where I do consultations. So I offer brand and business coaching there. Read through the content, see if it's for you. Then if it is, I schedule a call and let's get down to it. So if you're at a point to where you've feel like you've 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 done all these things and actually two things. If, if you feel like you've, you've done all these things and you still can't really figure it out, also go to that site. Again, geekydreamer.com slash coaching. And if you already have a brand, if you have, you know, if you got to step number five, or if you're wanting to find a way to get to step number five, I have more extensive services. Like if you need a logo colors, like if you already have like your mission statement, vision statement, things like that, and you're looking for a visual identity to kind of represent those things, go to geekydreamer.com slash services. And I got you covered. So that'll wrap up branding one-on-one parts one and two. Thank you all for tuning in. Please, if you haven't gone and left us a review, actually, if you, if you've listened to episode 14, if you've been with us since episode one and you're on episode 14, and if you haven't left the review yet, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> Please go to iTunes. If you're on your iOS device, go to iTunes or your podcast app, whatever the case, and go to write a review. It can be five stars, four stars, three stars, whatever. If you think we are the worst people in the world and you hate us and blah, 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 blah leave a review. <laughs> if you think that, I don't know, if you have a suggestion or some feedback or whatever the case may be, leave a review. The reviews help us get the feedback that we need to improve the show, to figure out what we're doing wrong, how to you know, make it better, Reviews also help other people, other first time indie creators who need mentorship and guidance and really don't know where to get it. Your review helps push the show towards them and it helps with the ranking of the show and it helps get in front of people who really need it. Um, so if you've been writing your story and if you've been starting on your branding, you know if you've figured out your why and if you started creating characters with a soul, please go ahead and leave that review and help somebody else get to that point as well. So, reviews are always appreciated. You can find more podcast episodes at arclightcomics.com or you can go to arclightcomics.com slash iTunes. And you can get in touch with me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Arclight Comics. And if you need more personal touch, you can go to Facebook and add me on Edward Eugene. So, that'll wrap up the show. I thank you all for tuning in. Next week, Brent will be back. He will be joining me and we will get this duo show back on the road so that's branding 101 that'll do it thank you all for tuning in again and have an amazing day and an even more blessed week and we'll see you or rather i'll see y'all next thursday have a good one guys bye